welcome to In the Nest Breakdown, your breakdown of everything sports, from the New England Patriots to BC hockey to everything in between. I'm Vanessa, and thank you so, so much for listening. Today we'll be discussing a season review of BC hockey and an update on the NFL playoffs. So today I have a very special guest with me, my roommate, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> so before we get started, I and before we even get into our quick little in-the-news sports review, um, I just wanted to throw in a few little um, PSAs in there. So first off, this episode is being filmed at BC. We are back. <laughs> um, it took a little bit, a little while for us to get here, and we did have to quarantine, but it's okay. We made it. We're both negative, and uh-huh. we're loving being back. And then my second quick little PSA is you guys are going to learn after listening to each episode or if this is your very first episode, is that I cannot pronounce people's names. So I'm just finally just going to throw it out here in an episode that I'm sorry to anyone whose name I mispronounce. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen a lot. My sister pointed out to me in our very first episode when I talked about my favorite basketball player, even though I said it in when I was saying his name that I didn't think I knew how to pronounce his Wait, last who? name. Luca. I don't know how to say his name either. I literally, I think, I said, I I said Luka Donick. It's Luka Doncic. Oh, that's not even close. I think it's Luka Doncic. I'm sorry, Luka. I thought it was Doncic. I don't know. I don't really watch basketball. (laughs) So I'm just, like I said, I'm just going to throw it out here at the beginning, you know, very early on in my, the Mm. episodes that I film, because I'm sorry it's going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Luca, if you're watching this, we're sorry. Oh, yeah, he's definitely watching. <laughs> <laughs> or listening. Or Yeah, listening, right. Yeah. I always forget. It's, he's not going to see my face. That's, that's his loss. <laughs> All right, so now just to get into our quick little update within the news for sports, Adam Scheffner actually just announced that the Combine won't be happening this year, and they're only having pro days at colleges. I think that's kind of crazy. It is. It is. I feel, I feel really bad for... Um, NCAA players right now, specifically FBS, because, like, you're not getting paid to be dealing with this. Like, at least, you know, professional athletes, they're getting very well compensated to be going through the testing that they're going through. And, and, you know, college football, college basketball, these players, they're not getting paid. And a lot of them, you know, are trying to get – contracts and get drafted and having to deal with all of this before going in is just that's a lot for them to deal with so I feel really bad for them but they're making the best of it and they're working hard and I have a lot of respect for college athletes right now yeah and the amount of sacrifices they're having to make just so that their seasons can go on Mm -hmm. it's absolutely ridiculous well I remember like BC decided not to play in a bowl game and we were like the first team to do that because you know I know Coach Halfley said, you know, these players haven't seen their families since June. You know, they weren't allowed to go home. They're exactly. getting tested like four times a week. And so it, it takes a big toll on your mental health. So, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy season to say the least. And yeah. additionally, with them announcing that the NFL Combine isn't happening this year, mm-hmm. you know, they always said in the past that oh, the pro days at colleges don't matter. And I think this is evident that they do matter. Yeah. And so they so much matter more to that. It, they're choosing to do them instead of doing the actual NFL combines. So yeah. 
it's interesting, but we'll see how they go. I liked watching the Combine. Just I like watching the Combine. I really like going back and watching Tom Brady's Combine, <laughs> where he takes, like, forever on the 40-yard dash. I think there's a stat where it's, like, Vince Wilfork's 40-yard dash is faster than Tom Brady's, yeah. which is insane, and I think it's the funniest you know thing I, ever. I think, it, I think it worked out for Tom Brady. I think he's doing all right. He's doing pretty great, and I guess that should go into our little quick announcement with the playoffs before we actually dive really in is that Tom Brady is going to yet another Super Bowl. (laughs) Lindsay doesn't like it because she's not from New England, but I'm a big Packers fan, so I had a rough day. Yes. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it wasn't great, uh, but I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady, and I think it's amazing. I mean, 10 Super Bowls? Are you kidding me? I know. Like, he's a goat. It's there's, like, <laughs> a handful of people who have been to five. Yeah. <laughs> no one. The stats that he, his career stats are insane. Let alone have six rings. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully not seven. We'll see. Maybe this is lucky number seven here. Yeah. But, um, Pointer finger. <laughs> And another interesting fact that happened this year is that, um, I mean, it's been speculated a bunch of um, players that are retiring to this year that we've grown up on. I mean, mm-hmm. Philip Rivers just announced that he's retiring. It's speculated that Drew Brees, Drew Brees. is going to retire, and I'm so, so upset about Drew Brees. Yeah. Philip Rivers... My dad always says Philip Rivers has the greatest discrepancy between how he looks and how he plays. <laughs> like, he looks like just a random guy that you'd see at the grocery store. That's so true. But, I mean, he's Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, even, like, playing. Like, you watch him run around and he, like, winds up his arm and it looks like it's going to be, like, a five-yard pass. <laughs> throws it deep and it's like, how does he do that? Uh, but it, it's crazy. I think they also said Larry Fitzgerald is retiring yeah. this year. It's a year full of retirements, so and it's going to be sad. And then Rodgers yesterday said that he doesn't know what's coming up for him, and I might cry about that if I talk about <laughs> it for too long, so we should move on. Yeah, we'll move on to <laughs> the next um, quick little update. So a big thing that has been going on in the NFL for years, and I mean, we've talked about it many times, is the Madden's curse, Mm -hmm. and Lamar Jackson fell to it in the playoffs. Yeah, but Mahomes broke it. I know. He broke... I mean, (laughs) maybe one person overcomes the curse, it it doesn't... Maybe it's, like, just Mahomes with how crazy good he is that he was able to do it, and everybody else is still subject to it. But, um, yeah. He's the exception (laughs) out of everybody. But, yeah, so, unfortunately, Lamar Jackson did fall to the curse. That was hard to watch. And, unfortunately, he fell to the curse in a playoff game. And also, like, literally fell. Yes, (laughs) literally fell. No, that was hard to watch. I hate watching players get hurt, like... I mean, I don't think many people enjoy it, but it's, yeah, it's hard when you see somebody with so much talent like him, you know, go down like that. It's just, it's really hard to watch. I don't take any pleasure or enjoyment from it. Especially if you're, like, a fan of the other team, you know, Mm -hmm. you just feel horrible seeing them on the ground, like, needing help getting up, you know, announcing that a few hours later that they're out for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. It's horrible, and I don't think any fan of any team should be proud in the fact that, like, the opposite team had to lose, like, such a great player like that. But I guess a good little segue into our topic of a BC Hockey um, review of the season is that 
the um, NCAA for um, hockey announced that they're announcing week-by-week scheduling, so we don't find out who we're playing until the week of, which I guess that gives a little bit of a, like, suspense. I gotta imagine that's hard for teams to deal Mm -hmm. with. Like, I know you watch film and and you devise specific game plans to deal with the teams that you're going to be facing and the players you're going to be facing. And I imagine that's going to be really hard for teams. They're just going to have to work on, you know, just basic, like individualistic skills, working on their own skills rather than preparing for the other team. Yeah, I can. It'll be interesting. I can only imagine how much more difficult now preparing for games are Mm -hmm. because everything you did before you have to basically scrap yeah and to do it in the middle of a season which I understand because you know a lot of teams are having to cancel games on the spot due to a COVID case Mm -hmm. not only just like on the team with the team players but like the coaching staff or or cleaning staff or whatnot or trainer gets Mm -hmm. COVID or is a trainer is a close contact for COVID so every I mean like we said earlier this is an interesting season to say the least with COVID and it really is affecting every aspect of it. Yeah I mean it's making players who have who have played one way their entire life have to completely rethink how they're gonna move forward and that goes for coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah but so like I said that was a quick little segue into our real topic which is a review of BC Hockey yes. for the season so far. I mean it has been a great season. It has been. <laughs> Last week we were ranked number one. I don't mm-hmm. know if they've announced yet what the rankings are for this week. I think we might have bumped down to oh, number just two. A little. But you know what? Because we tied. But I think you know we're still up there. We're probably still top four. Oh, Definitely yeah. still top oh, yeah. four. Um, it's been yeah. pretty great. No, it's been a really great season. It's been really awesome to see. Um, kind of the camaraderie and coming together again, like we said, in such a weird season and continuing to have this success. I think a lot of them have a chip on their shoulder. They're mad that they didn't get to um, go to the Frozen Four last year. I oh, mean, absolutely. we were really projected to do very well in uh, the tournament. So having that kind of stolen from you, I think, kind of lights a fire under these players, especially the returning players and the sophomore class, which has had such an incredible year. Not only for BC Hockey, but for USA Hockey as well, so. Oh my god, yeah. I would say they came back a little, maybe a little bit on a high, you know, getting yeah. gold medals. But honestly, if they transferring that energy into BC Hockey is mm-hmm. incredible, and I've loved watching it. Yeah, it's it's been a great season to watch. Um, super entertaining hockey, <laughs> and... Now that the NHL is back, I'm going to have to decide <laughs> certain nights whether I want to watch NHL or BC Hockey. But BC Hockey, I mean, it's up there, entertainment level. What do you think you'd do if there was a BC game or a Devils game? Which one would you choose? <sighs> That's rough. Um, <laughs> you know, it de- if it's like a regular season of both, I think I'd have to go with the Devils. <gasps> because Ooh. I've been a Devils fan my entire life, and I've... I've only been at BC for four months. That's yeah. So. That's fair. I think that's very fair. For anyone who likes to say, "Oh, you know, like Lindsay is only a fan because of Jack Hughes," that is Listen, not the case. I that have been a Devils fan case. since I came out of the womb. I'm from New Jersey. It's I love the Devils yeah. so much, and they won last night, which took away the sting of the Packers' loss. So yeah, it, it was good. No, they, they played well. The, 
Watch out for the devils. <laughs> they're <laughs> the, up and coming. They're definitely way better than last season. Yeah. They've definitely um, made last many season improvements. Was rough. <laughs> and maybe. <laughs> a lot of devil seasons are rough, but we have a really young team and I'd rather be young and bad than old and bad. Like oh, the exactly. sharks. The sharks are old and bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely want to start rebuilding teams rather than rely like you like you just said you don't want yeah. an old and bad team because you have to start the rebuild if you have a young team you know mm-hmm. they're fresh they can be molded into a great yeah. team and I think we're starting to see that with the Devils. yeah you know eight years later <laughs> it's finally <laughs> starting to take shape um, um but yeah I'm excited I I think the NHL is doing a great job kind of bringing everyone back and I it's been fun to kind of watch uh, NCAA hockey and kind of see the guys who have been drafted and who are kind of looking to make waves and have the NHL take notice of them. It's been interesting mm-hmm. to kind of see. I mean, Trevor Zegras. Oh my God, he's incredible. Did, played amazing at, at the World Juniors and now he's playing for the AHL team for the Ducks, which yeah. is pretty, you know. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, especially impressive. in a season where people are going to be moving around a lot. Yeah, and I think it also, him being in the AHL, like, he definitely this season has way more of an opportunity to make it on the team mm-hmm. because, I mean, with COVID, like we said, you know, all of a sudden your starting lineup is completely out and for you the gotta, game. Yeah, you got to draw on your taxi squad, which is new for the NHL this mm-hmm. year. So, you know, he could potentially we'll make an appearance. We'll see how that goes. I'm hoping that Alex Newhook decides that he doesn't want to go to the NHL and stays here a bit longer. Oh my god, yes. Let's keep all of our prospects here yeah. for maybe another year. I hope I hope the Avalanche decide, like, hey, we're doing pretty well with the roster we currently have. He can stay at BC a little longer. Get a little bit more development, you yeah. know. But... I, I mean, that's obviously maybe just a little bit selfish that's for okay. us, but okay. we like staying in, like, number one, number two spot. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he's, you know, the team, because exactly. obviously without if, him, while he was at uh, Canada's development camp for the World Juniors, we did, were still playing very well. So. Exactly. We started off very strong in the at the beginning of the season, even though, you know, he was missing, and then... Like three weeks in, we yeah. lost even more players. We lost Knight. We lost Helson. We lost Boldy. So, I mean, they're the st- starters. So yeah. obviously, your team is gonna take a little bit of a toll. But you know, we they were able to hold it. our own without and, them. And we were really able to see kind of those guys who are more supportive players when when you've got those stars on the ice really take that role and um, you know play very well. Marshall Warren had had one overtime goal where he had been on the ice for like three minutes went end to end and scored a beautiful goal and like seeing that from your players who typically wouldn't be your your star players is is a great thing to see when you've got your star players somewhere else. I think it also was great to just see the freshman class highlighted in like a different light that Mm -hmm. you normally wouldn't especially with you know, like Alex Newhook and them all, they had to leave even earlier than they would normally yeah, because I mean, of Newhook didn't even get to play a game in the first semester. Exactly. Because Team Canada wanted to do a six-week development camp, which I could talk about for a while, but <laughs> um, and then ended up going into quarantine for 14 days anyway because they had a positive test. But Exactly. Um, so like yeah. we said, you know, COVID is really skewing with everything, but I think it has made some also different ways to highlight 
it's had its benefits, you know, yeah. like, it's highlighted players that you normally wouldn't get to see highlighted. Mm-hmm. It's really been able to give new experiences to even people who aren't even on like for football on the f- 52 yeah. man roster. Like as we'll begin to start talking about in the playoff section very soon, you know, it's really been a season of backups in the NFL too. Yeah, it absolutely. Um it's it's been crazy to kind of see I mean when um a bunch of players test positive or or get um contact traced. It's really fun to see you know, who comes out and, and who takes a stand and if they live up to the occasion. And it's been really fun to see there was players who wouldn't have necessarily gotten that opportunity. Yeah. Get the time. Yeah. Yeah. And just a little way to finish off our little hockey talk, because <laughs> I know Lindsay could be talking about it forever. Forever. She is my hockey expert, you know. <laughs> it's a good balance I think we have in, the, in our dorm but um you know just I'm so so excited to see what will BC hockey will continue to play in the future I think we for sure I think I don't know I don't want to say anything yeah, I don't, don't want to jinx, jinx anything <laughs> I'll knock on wood when I'm saying this right now I don't know if you heard that I did three knocks not it's three is the magic now I am <laughs> extremely superstitious and it's gotten to be a major problem to where I can't watch sports if I'm not within like a arm's length of something <laughs> I can knock on. But I def with that with the knocks being mm-hmm. said, um, I definitely think we're a contender for the frozen frozen four again oh, this year absolutely. for sure. I don't want to jinx anything. But I am excited to see how the season continues. We will definitely update you as it continues. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we will be seeing our boys at the Frozen Four, and we will definitely be rooting for them. And with that said, let's get into the NFL playoffs. We've hinted at it a little bit, but as you probably know by now, if you're listening to this in our a fan of the NFL, we will be seeing Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Old versus young. What Roger Goodell wanted, basically. Yeah, uh, what they wanted for the Super Bowl, they I got. D- I do think Rodgers or Brady versus Mahomes or Allen would have been It would have been great. good. I yeah. think we had a really good quarterback lineup in the championship games. Yeah, I think this may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think the Chiefs should have gone to the Super Bowl for the sole purpose of how selfish they were with Patrick Mahomes yesterday. Like, he yeah. played great. Nothing I, – I think they're a great team. They normally would deserve to go to the Super Bowl, and I think mm-hmm. they are a strong team enough to deserve to go to the Super Bowl. But they really put Mahomes at risk yesterday. Yeah. And that was, I think, a very selfish move. You know, one hit, and he could have lost his career. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much of that is the Chiefs, how much of that is Mahomes himself. Yeah. Obviously, you know – these players, they're bred for competition, and they're, it's going to take a lot for them to sit something out. Um, exactly. And, you know, I I think he did clear concussion protocols uh, as, like, as based on the protocols that they have, but I think that those protocols should be stronger or at least more stringent. Be- um, yeah. But, yeah, you see that a lot, guys pushing through injuries or, or concussions to – play in the playoffs and 
it's definitely something that can be really risky for their health. Obviously, yeah. we've seen so much in the past decade with um, CTE and, and things like that with ex-NFL players. And, um, yeah, no, it, it was definitely hard to see him out there. But It was I, hard to watch. It yeah, definitely was I, hard to watch. I think that I'm upset that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl because I was very Bills Mafia <laughs> this playoffs. I those fans have been through so much. I I know I wanted to see them go to the Super I Bowl. I mean, yeah. It would have been fun to see them jump on the flaming tables in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have become the first team to ever play a Super Bowl on their home field. Which is so incredible and so crazy that it's actually never Why happened before. Why has that before. never happened? Uh, it almost happened three years yeah, ago, three. right? With with uh, Minnesota. But uh, almost made it to the Super Bowl at Minneapolis, but they didn't. So, yeah, when I heard that statistic, I was like, that's never happened, but guess not i know i it's gonna be interesting seeing how they will react to having home field advantage if that will even you know i mean it obviously might play a factor into the super bowl but since it's never happened before you know we'll see how that actually works but i i mean i think i've liked it not being like teams having home field advantage because it is the super bowl it's the last game of the season Mm -hmm. one team having an advantage over the other isn't the most fair. Yeah, but... I wouldn't put it past Bill's Mafia to take that flight down to Tampa, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm with the limited seats <laughs> yeah. that are available. No, I know. They're doing, like, 20,000 seats and giving away 7,500 to healthcare professionals, which, which is... I think is a, a really nice um, gesture. I Yeah, I'm actually very happy that they did that. Yeah. It's a... Go Roger Goodell on that yeah. one. We, I may disagree with him on a lot of things, a but lot of things. A, yeah, a lot. But I applaud him for doing that. I don't know if that was actually his decision or who, whoever created that yeah. idea. No, I, it's it's a great idea and it's a great way to show appreciation for the people who have you know kept us afloat and who have sacrificed their health and their mental health and their physical health exactly. um, for the past year to keep Americans safe and. Um, I think it's a nice gesture, yeah, for sure. It's really nice. But with that being said, I just want, and with the, you know, the injuries we were just talking about being said, this really has been a season of the backup quarterbacks. It really has. I don't think any, I have don't remember any season, like, in the past that has been this filled with backup quarterbacks who have never even touched an NFL field before. <laughs> or who might not even be quarterbacks in oh, some yes. situations. So, I mean, and what is most interesting is them coming in for critical, critical games. You know, we had Heineke coming in for the Washington mm-hmm. game. Obviously, they didn't win, yeah. but he put on a stellar performance. Yeah. And maybe, you know, some coaches might be looking for a s- solid backup quarterback, maybe I won't say starting position, but uh, I don't think he'll be maybe taking those classes anymore next next maybe. season. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know we had Tyler Huntley coming in for the Ravens in their playoff game, which, like I said, you know Lamar Jackson fell to the Madden curse. He got mm-hmm. injured in the playoff game with a concussion. Like I said, also a season of concussions. And, you know, he played pretty well for yeah, it's, a playoff Yeah, it's a game. tough situation to be put in there at that moment. 
because also you're so rusty, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't been given really any playing time, and you're automatically thrust into a playoff game, a game that's like win-all, lose-all. So, I mean, he played incredible. We had Kendall Hinton for the Broncos, who wasn't... That was <laughs> interesting. He wasn't even a quarterback. And he was on their practice squad. That was wild. Oh. That. With uh, that was the one, the only moment this year where there was a headline about my favorite NFL quarterback, Blake Bortles. <laughs> um, so yeah, Blake Bortles getting contact traced along with everyone else, apparently, and everyone on the Broncos. <laughs> Although roster. I am very, very sad that we didn't get to see any Blake Bortles action. He is the best, <laughs> and by far has the best name in the NFL. He obviously didn't get to play so poor Kendall Hinton a wide receiver on the (laughs) practice squad do all of these backup quarterbacks names start with an H that's so (laughs) and then the the Chiefs guy oh what was his name Henny Henny Henny. I don't know how to say like like I said at the beginning of the episode I cannot pronounce names I don't know yeah I remember Mahomes tweeted hashtag Henny thing is possible so I do think it's Henny Henny and no, that seems right. Yeah. But yeah, Honey came in for Patrick Mahomes when he got concussed mm-hmm. last week. So, you know, and then again, even John Wolford for the Rams. Oh, there we are. Somebody Another, that doesn't start with an H. Yeah. <laughs> Another backup quarterback coming in for a critical, critical game. I'm just glad we didn't and have concussed. to see Brett Hundley, who, who played backup for Aaron Rodgers when he broke his collarbone in 2017, 2016. I think it was 2017. Um, Brett Hundley, if you're listening, I hate you. Oh, <laughs> we, I think we've established on this podcast, um, Lindsay is a Packers fan. Yeah. Much, I know she doesn't really like that I am a Patriots fan. It's an interesting dynamic between the two of us. You know what? It's okay because you have a rebuild and I'm excited to see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see the rebuild. I, you know, a lot of people kind of jumped ship after having this, like, not-so-great season. Well, what I was shocked like, with... You can't be a Fairweather fan. You are a Patriots fan. Okay, Patriots thin. fans are Fairweather fans. You all showed up in 2001 when Drew Bledsoe went down, and <laughs> Tom Brady came I was in. born, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I'm speaking generally. <laughs> no, but I was shocked by the amount of Patriots fans that I met here, this being my first time ever living in New England, who, like, hate Tom Brady now. It was, let me tell you, the week that COVID happened, it was a tough week for Boston, because let me tell you, they canceled everything because of COVID. You what, know, everything in, in shut like down. March? Yes, okay. everything shut down in Boston because of COVID. The St. Patrick's Day parade got canceled. St. Patrick's Day just, like, isn't a thing outside of Boston. Yeah, it's pretty crazy here. And then also Tom Brady announced that he was leaving the Patriots all on the same day. Sounds like a good week to me. It was not it was not a good week. So I mean, Patriots fans, I mean I wasn't that bitter. Um Patriots fans were bitter about Patriots Brady fans leaving. you need to understand that that man brought you six rings. Yeah. Don't a, I don't want to hear it. It's a loyalty issue, but um I mean I'll be shocked if he doesn't retire a Patriot. I'll be shocked. Oh, I don't know. Because, um, I mean... Like, what? Signing, like, a one-day yeah. deal? Yeah. Because, I mean... I don't know, because, uh, you know, it was the Patriots who had a different idea of how much he had left than he did. You know, he did not play that well last season. Oh, I think it was also... I mean, we could... 
we can go into this for a whole <laughs> episode is the fact that, you know, we didn't really have any wide receivers, right. any, any receivers really to give Brady. And obviously, like, you can see him on the Buccaneers right now yeah. with all the weapons he has and how incredible he's doing this year. You know what I'm glad about Tom Brady in Tampa Bay is that people are finally understanding how good Mike Evans is. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, he's been Godwin. amazing for mm-hmm. a really long time and he's been there forever and has never gone to the playoffs because this is their first playoff bid since they won the Super Bowl in 2002. Mm-hmm. But... I, I, Mike Evans is really good, and I only knew he was good because my dad is a Bucks fan. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Mike Evans is really, really good, and I think now that you have someone that isn't Jameis Winston throwing him passes, <laughs> you can really see that. I am very curious to see what New Orleans will do now that, you know, he hasn't it's said It's Jameis it. time. <laughs> it's Jameis Winston time. I like to see Taysom Hill, you know, take the reins. No, I think Jameis Winston I think Jameis Winston can do even better. I think he should go 40 touchdowns, 40 interceptions. 30-30 <laughs> is like, that's, you know, Jameis has already done that. Been there, done that. He, he's got to hit 40. Let's see improvement. But with that being said... um, We've come to the end of our show, so I'd just like to say thank you so much for watching, listening. I almost said watching. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for listening. You know, a quick little thing I want to add before we end it is, Lindsay, who do you want to win the Super Bowl now that it is in two weeks? Okay, I want the Bucs to win the Super Bowl, but I don't want Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl, so I want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) I want, obviously, being a Patriots fan being in New England. I want to support Brady, so I will be rooting for the Bucks, and it'll be, it's not going to be the, I know you said this yesterday. We talked about this literally yesterday. Um, Lindsay, I don't think is that excited being in New England with somebody from, two people from the Patriots being in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I really am not excited about it's it. It's not going to be the same. It definitely won't. I'm going to say that. the last time the Bucks won the Super Bowl, I think earlier I said 2002, it was 2003, I was like seven months old, and my dad has been a Bucks fan since he was a kid. So I, I would like for them to win for him. I'm just mad that Brady is so good. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you tune in to another episode, and bye.